Plagiarist, noun. The practice of taking someone else's work or ideas and passing them off as one's own. <laughs> There were accusations of plagiarism. Origin, early 17th century, from the Latin uh, meaning kidnapper, derived from the Greek meaning a kidnapping. Penultimate, adjective, last but one in a series of things, second last, the penultimate chapter of the book. Origin, late 17th century, from the Latin pene, almost, and ultimus, last. Hello and welcome, I'm Douglas Bowles and this is 42 Minutes, a podcast about meaning from SyncBook Radio and distributed by thesyncbook.com. You can find our archives at 42minutes.com and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. You can also follow our tweets at Sync42 and at SyncBook. It's March 6, 2023, and that means we're moving quickly towards Treefort again. Treefort Music Fest, as I've been saying, is a five-day music and culture festival held at numerous venues throughout beautiful downtown Boise, Idaho, as well as Julia Davis Park now being the new location of the main stage March 22nd through 26th, featuring performers such as Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Margot Price, Cautious Clay, Annie DeFranco, Dinosaur Jr., Lady Ray, Old 97s, Tignataro, Pinback, Built to Spill, and many, many more. Information and tickets can be found at treefortmusicfest.com. Today, I tried writing something original for my intro, but just ended up plagiarizing off Bandcamp. The plagiarist started, <laughs> the plagiarist started as an evolving group of friends, The current lineup gelled in the fall of 2019, and they released their full-length album, Supersonic Dynamite, November 15th, 2021, which is available on Bandcamp and to which we'll link. In terms of tasting notes, the plagiarists meld an indie garage rock ethos with playful dyslexic lyrics. Band extrovert multi-instrumentalist Jackie Elo's vocals reverberate like an old soul with a kind heart. Drummer Casey Martinez keeps the rhythms tight, but not too tight, because music ought to be organically ebb and flowing. Kelsey Aldrich might have honed his guitar chops in the world of jazz, but remains a rocker at heart. Vocalist, guitarist, and bass six aficionado Jason Dykstra sees music in color and loves the sound of 60-cycle hum in the morning. The plagiarists, perform <laughs> <laughs> the plagiarists perform at Treefort Music Fest officially on Sunday, March 26th at 5.10 p.m. at Old School. That's a new venue this year, Old School, which is located super close to Julia Davis Park, like across the street, is within the former Foothill School building. Old School will have all-ages shows within the Old School atrium Thursday, March 23rd through Sunday, March 26th. This is 618 South 8th Street. It's a treat and pleasure to be joining the plagiarists tonight at their band rehearsal. Good evening, everyone. How are you all doing? Good evening. We Hello. are great. Uh, we're doing great. <laughs> Excellent. And I said officially, you perform officially. That's your official showcase show. Do you guys have a second chance show also? Yes, it's in the works, hopefully um, at Hops and Bottles. We're not sure when, likely Saturday, but details are being worked out right now. Okay, awesome. Yes, and oftentimes Treefort will list second chance shows in kind of like a, a little newsy thing. And so um, if it so happens that arrives, I'll link to it when I put this together. But fingers crossed, that'll be fun too. Um, so... Is this your guys's? Well, I guess I should start with maybe, maybe a coincidence. I don't know. Um, I talked to a guy last week in a band called Ponderay, and that I, do they <laughs> do they perform in the same space as you guys or near you or something? We're, we're just two peas in a pod. <laughs> I think we're performing at the same time, but they're over at the Neurolux. And we actually do practice in the same basement as Ponderay. Wow. The street we are on right now practicing in the basement is called Ponderay <laughs> Street, hence how they got their name. And we just plagiarized their copy. Uh, we just copied their um, 
band practice location. And, Perfect. Uh, As we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did not do my research on that one uh, when I was talking to Brian, and I didn't know that he was in a band. And so I have to say that they performed, Ponder Ray performed Sunday, March 26th at 4.30 at the Neuralux. And so is that that's exactly at the same time as you guys are? Yeah, pretty close, huh? Cool thing if if you um if you're a really great athlete just start at Pondere have a beer at the Neuralux watch their show and then at five oh five jump on your bike and head to old school that's the cool beauty of Treefort is zipping around from show to show so you'll miss the last song on their set and you'll probably miss the first one on ours yeah. but um yeah were you talking to Brian Rushton or Brian England Rushton. Oh, cool. Yeah. We love Russian and the whole record exchange team. Cool. Well, so that you, I can see you all. You're Jackie and you're this the singer and multi-instrument. Hi. And then Hi. Um, K- K- Casey is yep. the drummer. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then do we have, uh, which, which is uh, Jason... And Kelsey, which I'm Jason. Hi, Jason. And then that leaves. And so, what base six aficionado? This is sounds exciting. What is that? <laughs> uh, we have a uh, base six we use when we're recording and performing, and uh, just on a few songs. It's a nice touch. It's like a uh, regular electric guitar, but tuned down an octave. Okay. And so, it's six strings. You've heard it on countless stuff your whole life, and maybe not realized what it was. And are you the one that, according to the bios, can see color? Or, I mean, uh, hear? <laughs> Synesthe- I think it's called synesthesia. Are you a synesthete? Oh, <laughs> maybe the light version. Okay. I, I tend to see kind of, I associate songs with colors, oh. and then like notes are red and horse and fists are blue and green. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> So then this lineup was, like it says, uh, came together in 2019, and so you've been playing for the last four years as a as a group, pretty much? Yeah, I feel there were, Casey and I were kind of front runners in the lineup, and then um, once we just kind of uh, dwindle out and get some new members to f- round out the team well, um, this is definitely our happy spot the last four years uh, with these four uh, four members of the band, for sure. Jason, you've been in for like eight years. Eight years, <laughs> and Kelsey's been in for four years, but I feel like we really <laughs> got our chops and our sound once Kelsey over here joined the band. He's our, he's our shredder, and um, he joined as bass player, but he's very talented at guitar, so uh, quickly I threw him a lot of guitar songs. <laughs> happily <laughs> and so do you guys write as a unit i know i read that you like to uh record in the same room for the authentic feel of that and the kind of microphone bleed over but um do you write as a group or is there one person that is the primary writer jason, you, jason. is our writer so so far i've done most of the kind of primary i write the songs and then we get together and just like workshop and do pre-production and and work out parts until it just feels right. Does that include lyrics too? You you come up with the lyrics? Yes. Jason's definitely the mastermind behind all the lyrics, and um, we should actually probably be letting him speak the whole time too, because he's <laughs> the man with the words of our group. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fun when you have an idea and you can bring that seed to practice and then see what it direction it heads and then ultimately like where it ends up it's super joyful process were you guys able to rehearse during the pandemic or what how did that affect you guys gosh that was the one consistent i think for all of us was we made time and and as as it evolved we were mindful of being safe and everyone's comfort level and it's something we actually i know for me it was the one constant during the pandemic so you had a, a, sure. a I think band pod. We'd be outside sometimes, like we'd be oh. outside at Kelsey's house. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd make it work cool. um, almost every week. I yeah, think. it was really consistent through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, we actually um, 
wrote and recorded the whole album during the pandemic. A lot of people, it was kind of hard for people to be creative um, during a time of turmoil, but it was kind of opposite for us. Like our happy point and was being with us for, and it was kind of that comfort zone and that, um, you know, little pod to be around each other. But we recorded our whole first or our whole album with masks on. And um, so, you know, when everything else was chaos, the one, thing that was really awesome about COVID for us was band practice every week. And if you, if and people can't see us like you can right now, but <laughs> we um, have a beverage at practice. So we drink a beer, drink a glass of wine. It was kind of the like breath of fresh air during a horrible time, you know? So then were you able, I mean, the, your band 2019 feels like a land before it's like everything in 2019 was ancient history at this point and it was just a different a different time but um were you were you guys able to play a tree fort uh maybe the last one but or any before did we play one before yeah we did the yeah, pandemic like yeah under this is our third or fourth this is our third I think. third tree fort and i feel like we played one before the shutdown. Yeah. 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 Like spring of 2019. Yeah. And then we played that fall one, the fall tree for it, right? The September. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's our fourth because we played last year. Tricky. Yeah. See, time just, <laughs> it, it does weird things the last three years, kind of meld into one i guess <laughs> that turned into a math problem <laughs> <laughs> well it does and then you have to like remember like where did you play the four times can, yeah. can you well, remember like, those yeah. answers yeah played at the First bm stage hops and bottles hops and bottles yeah the linen, linen building, building. Pops and bottles. Pops and bottles. <laughs> bottles again. And then now it's going to be old school. Yeah. Maybe it was three years. Yeah. I think it right. was three years. And, and two second chance shows right. too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. These aren't trick questions. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Please, no frack. <laughs> what about, what about um, Tree Fort? I, I think... I can't, I can't, I believe tw it started in 20, no, I don't know. I'm trying to do math on the, on the, 2012, is it 2012? When? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have a 2012 tree fort shirt I should be wearing right now in this interview, I know. It's my favorite shirt. So have you, podcast. So have you been to all the, the tree forts that weren't canceled? Oh yeah, I remember my first Tree Fort show was Pickwick at the Linen Building Wednesday night, um, twenty twelve. The first show of Tree Fort. I was front row, and it was one of the best shows I still have ever seen at Tree Fort. Awesome. Yeah, I think I started in twenty fourteen, and haven't missed any since. Yeah, I've been to all since twenty twelve because we have a close relationship with the Boise Rock School. Um, uh, so we've. Um, seen a lot of shows at their garage as well throughout the tree forts um casey's partner and my partner started the rock school together jared and ryan so um we have been very involved in the whole music scene for the last we've both been with them 13 years yeah, 13 years 13 years so so we definitely you know go to all the music things are they in a band together too or they're in lots of bands i think probably right there are lots of bands, and Jared yeah. will play with Ryan at Tree Fort sometimes, and Jared's in Ponderay with Brian Rushton. Yeah, hence why their band practices here at yeah. this house, which is my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so there was a I talked to was I feel like there was a rock school guy in Edmund Dante's. Was that one of the bands? Yes, Ryan Peck was, and Jared Stensis. Um, they did Edmund Andrew. Dante's. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bad partner. Yeah. Great band. But yes, we've all moved on. Um, Andrew has Ellie to be with his wife now. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. 
I talked mm-hmm. to I talked to yeah I talked to them I think a long time ago uh, for tree fort. <laughs> so the Boise's Rock School would do tree fort shows in the parking lot. I think they were official or semi official. Yeah. Are they? They had the a garage, which was close in close proximity to the main stage, yeah. and it was all eight. So it was really great for bands to play the second show and for kids to, you know, come to a space where it feels familiar and yes, experience the music. Maybe they couldn't see at a different venue. Yeah, well, that's what's fun about the second chance shows is that. There's overlap, and sometimes you have to make hard decisions. And um, yes, <laughs> it's a full-time job, even figuring out a calendar for Treefort yeah. with you know over 400 bands. It's a it's a real thing. Well, I used to think that I would see most of it, and then I had like someone math it out, and they're like, "You're not seeing any of it. There's so much that's just you're missing." Yeah. Right. Totally. And then you throw like Aleford into the mix and um, podcasts for it. And Jason's <laughs> actually here um, doing um, speaking, speaking at a music talks. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And just something that's a, a B side, the business of music. And we've got a really cool lineup. We have a, a Nick Smith, who I work with at the University of Idaho College of Law. He has the entrepreneurship clinic. And then we just secured, I think I can say this, um, shoot, I should pull her name up. Her name is Michelle, but she's with Sub Pop out in Seattle. Oh. And she's going to be on our panel. Uh, so we're going to have a really a good panel on kind of the, the business side of the music industry. Do you know where the music talks are happening? I believe in the Grove. Um, let me see if I can pull up I'm I'm doing some pulling up too. <laughs> Trying anyway. The Grove Hotel. Uh, yeah. I think at the the kind of the convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sort of by where the steel hit. Yeah, we just the person who's going to join us. I'm going to massacre her name, but it's Michelle Fedhali, and she's with Sub Pop and Hardy Record, Hardy Art Records. So it'll be really exciting to have her take on. You know, what sort of organization and the business side of what she'd like to see for musicians when they they get to the stage of signing with a label like Sub Pop? So this is Friday. Uh, the B sides treating your music or art like a business. Twelve ten at the Boise yeah. Center East, room four twenty A. Yeah. Bingo. Awesome. And yeah. Jackie is. A huge perpetrator of Hale Fort, which is always fun. Yeah, I complained for I think eight years that there was such good beer at Tree Fort at Ale Fort, but not great wine selections. And finally Gilbert was like, Well, do something about it. So this is the third year of what the wine showcase inside of Ale Fort, and I run that. So we're all really involved in all, <laughs> a lot of aspects of Tree Fort as well, which makes it just that much more exciting to play. Um, a show, you know, show off our music chops as well as like Jason's a lawyer and a teacher and I run the wine program. And um, then we've got an engineer and a nurse over here that do the real thinking in the band, but you know. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> so I, I'm, explain Ale Fort to people who might not understand. And then how do you have a wine thing in there? Totally. So Ale Fort's really great because, you know, there's always those people that are like, oh, I can't do tree for for five days. So I'm just not going to buy a wristband or whatever mm-hmm. their reasoning is. But Ale Fort, you don't need a wristband, um, but it is at the Julia Davis Park this year. So you're close to the main stage. We have a second chance stage inside Ale Fort. Um, it started the first, I think, I guess like seven years of it, it was only beer and then cider came along. And now the last three years, um, there's been a wine showcase in there as well. And so they're, you know, they 
simple. It's just like a festival, a beer festival, pretty much. But there's three wine tables and three cider tables as well now. So um, I think I'll be showcasing over 60 different wines over five days. Um, the food trucks are there. There's a stage. Um, you don't have to have a full wristband to go into Ale Fort. So it kind of draws a different crowd mm-hmm. as well. There's the Drag Fork Brunch on Saturday morning, which is always a treat. I think that's always been one of my favorite parts of Tree Fort also is Drag Fort Brunch. Have your Bloody Mary or your mimosa and watch Drag Fort perform, which is a blast. Um, so yeah, that's like a whole world in and of itself. A lot of... Um, I know a ton of people that just go to ale for it and they just stay there for five days. It's pretty wild. And this year the food trucks are surrounding ale for it. So you can, you know, the whole Julia Davis is open container, walk around with your beer, have some food, watch some shows at the band shell or the second chance stage at ale for it. Well, yeah, I was just looking at just the band shell shows. And if you just wanted to do that, it it's not bad. You can have you can have a great weekend um, with the tables at Ale. So the, that's the thing. Whenever I walk by Aleford, it always looks like there's just the longest line. There's all these people that want to get in. Is there like a formal program or is it just kind of a tasting and that once you sit down, then someone puts the things in front of you and tells you a story and you go uh, off on an adventure? Yeah, so it's actually um, we've we've done a lot of work trying to spread out those lines. So it's not just one gigantic sure. line to get in the airport yeah. this year. And last year really smoothed it out. But, you know, I think it was over 8,000 people went through Aylfort last year over five days or something pretty crazy. But um, there are just, you know, uh, uh, tables of beer, wine, and cider. And you get to go up to those tables with your token and your cup. And it's a tasting experience. So you you buy and you taste whatever you want to taste. There's a, like I said, a ton of beers and wine options and cider options. And, you know, you can even come with three tokens and fill your beer mug fully up, or you can get a smaller tasting size. Um, so it's all done through tokens. And um, that's where we'll probably be hanging out a lot of the time that that we're not practicing or <laughs> watching a bunch of shows. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's a happy place. <laughs> Well, so yeah, that's the thing that um, I a lot of people are wondering about the the center of gravity kind of moving from downtown Boise potentially to Julia Davis Park, and so with the main stage and I didn't even think about that, but Ale Fort, like there's going to be a lot of density there, and probably oh yeah, a lot of people will just camp out. I think so. You know, we kind of feel lucky that we got that old school slot because it's so close to um the park you know um it's just a little jaunt away and also the artist lounge is at old school so um you know we'll have some good foot traffic for our our show that's also kind of the the lottery like where are they going to put us it's it's really cool to see like last year the linen building i think that was maybe our best show we've ever had um the sound guy there is so good and it was really awesome. And so it's just, that was a, a lucky draw, you know? So I'm excited this year to play a new venue. Is that, was it uh, the VAC that was still doing the linen building? So it was Blake doing sound. Was that the case? Maybe. It was Dave. Dave. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. He was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, so now I just did. You guys happen to go to tree or flip flip side at all? Did you see that at all? Yeah, I actually ran the wine program at Flipside Fest also. So, um, yeah. So I'm, you don't ever get a break. I'm you just fully... work all the time, all the time, and then you run to your gig. <laughs> hey, but that's could... actually true year round for Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that kind of work is fun work. I don't know if I can call it work when. You know, all these guys were just hanging out at my wine table the whole time. We were having a blast. <laughs> it was pretty much just band practice at a wine tent. It was great. <laughs> so Flipside Fest was really awesome. Um, you know, just it kind of felt like Tree Fort did years ago, you know, um, before it just became to this gigantic beast of an animal, which is really fun. Um, it was a little more organic and um, 
but still that main stage, you know, there were some killer bands on there and a lot of people. And so just a different part of town and had a total different vibe to it, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. Well, so have you guys explored the lineup this year at all? Or is there, what, what, what kind of things are you looking forward to, or are you just kind of going to take it moment by moment? I'm a little bit behind. I haven't prepared very well yet. So just, you know, notice some of the some of the bigger names and some of the names who I've heard of and some that friends are talking about. But I am uh, just about to embark on a deep dive, which is going to take me to a lot of different places. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the beauties of, of Tree Ford. It's all about discovery. Yeah. So, you know, I always have an idea of who I want to see and when. And it seems that often when I'm going between venues um, or stay stay late at a venue when some of these awesome bands I've never heard of and never would have seen before suddenly appear. Yeah. And so that's a real treat about Tree Ford is the is the discovery. It's that fun surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like every every tree fort you have a couple of surprises that yeah. blow you away. Absolutely. Yeah. Um there are a couple bands that you know i've marked and said one million percent no matter what i'm doing i'm running to go see this band but like they said it is really fun when you see a friend and they're going to a different show you're like ah screw it i'm just gonna follow you and ditch my plan and then you end up seeing your favorite show of the whole tree fort you know so um i have been listening to the spotify tree fort 2023 app for about the last month whenever a good song comes on that i like i just heart it and then i go back you know like once a week and all the things i've liked over the last week i put it on my schedule but now i'm gonna have to weed out my schedule because it's kind of hilarious like i'm not really <laughs> going to be able to see 100 shows you know <laughs> um but it is kind of another funny thing like i said that luck of the draw was scheduling two of the shows i wanted to see most at tree fort or right when we're playing so that's a that's a so what do you um, what do you want to see i really want to see pondere of course oh, of course sure and then also um pinback yeah uh, is at the same time as us but don't tell people because we want people to come to our show and not pinback <laughs> but they're amazing they're great <laughs> do you know where pinback is playing main stage main stage, main stage. yeah that's really cool come catch half of our set and then jet over there you know um josie on the drums yeah. <laughs> my animals are really jealous of this podcast but our my cat just knocked over the drum kit and our dog is chewing a bone right on my pedal board so sorry if you hear weird noises <laughs> <laughs> we had some dogs barking over here too so, uh so then let's talk about like um I don't know, any tree fort memories that stay with you forever. That's always kind of the interesting thing. Lizzo. 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 Yeah. Oh that my was gosh. amazing. Uh, Black Mountain was a, a big one for me. Yeah. Sharon Jones. Sharon I got up Jones. on stage, danced with Sharon Jones. Yeah. She called me out in the whole crowd. She said, <laughs> that girl with that bright gold coat, get up on stage. And I was like, me? And I got up there on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I danced for, I think, two or three songs. And Jared was like, oh, cool. Jackie's on stage again. <laughs> um, that was pretty fun. Um, so I, I remember America. that. I mean, that's so My funny. Dancing? No, but <laughs> well, I think, didn't she pull multiple people up on yeah. stage? And then all of a sudden, people are judging your dancing. How did you... Oh. Did you? Because you, oh, ten and a half. I'm a little embarrassed now, but uh, I think I had a a few beverages before I got up there, which actually probably helped a little bit with my dancing. But um, it did turn into a dance party up there. It was really fun. But I just still can't even believe that Lizzo, whom I didn't know that well before. I mean, I had started listening to her before Tree Fort, and I was like, oh heck yeah, this girl's. She brings it. So that was so much fun. And then one year later, look at her. Like she won a Grammy this year. Like that girl's big time. So it was, it's pretty cool. The level of musicians yeah. they have procured over the years, you know, it's fun to see people on the rise. And then yeah. But even every now and again, like run the jewels, they're 
giant, you know? That was awesome. Love that show. And Charles Bradley was... Charles Bradley was, yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. (laughs) There's some bands that I've seen that I just want them to come back so bad that I've actually messaged them. (laughs) You know, they have like 40,000 followers or more. And then I've like (laughs) sent them an Instagram message like, um... Would you guys come back to Tree Fort, even though I have nothing to do with um, the scheduling? You know, it's like there's some bands that have just become some of my favorites from Tree Fort yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Rebel Bucket. Yeah, remember Sisters played at the Rock School. Sisters were so good. Yeah, Two Piece. She stands up and plays the drums. They played at the Boise Rock School Second Chance show. At the garage door was open. Oh, that was that was one of the like magic moments too. They were yeah. pretty magic in the Neuralux. It, I th- I'm sure it was the same the same deal, but like you know, it's like the Neuralux, and you're just all of a sudden everything just kind of drops off, and it's just you and the music, yeah. you know. Yeah. I saw Emily Wells there. Which was oh. amazing. Emily Wells played the Neuralux. One of the first years. Wow. It was like after like a Sunday night main stage, like you know the last show, and then it was like everyone run to the Neuralux. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, so that's not going to happen. I mean, it, everyone will run to the bus and then try to either go to the Tree Fort Music Hall or the Elcor Shrine, or downtown. Yeah. In one of the. You know that Elcor Shrine. I don't know if people go for the music or the bathroom downstairs, but um, that ladies' bathroom is a really good reputation around town. But um, there's always some great shows there. And this year, with the Hound Lounge being right by Elcor Shrine, um, I think there's going to be a lot of energy over in that area because Art Fort, the um, Cocktail Fort, and Food Fort are all at the Hound Lounge. Hound well Lounge. Susan. You'll have to explain that to. Uh... The neophytes. It's the old Greyhound, the old Greyhound bus station right by Elcora Shrine, is now a stage for Tree Fort this year. They're calling it the Hound Lounge, so that is going to be pretty amazing. There's some really Bo- good shows. Um, yeah, speaking of hounds, my dog is going to knock the computer over. Um, there's some really great shows at the Hound Lounge, and then you know that Elcora Shrine is such an awesome stage. So they're actually having a bus go from the main stage to the hound lounge they hired that that boise bus the green and red one it's not a greyhound it's not a greyhound (laughs) bus i know so they're 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 oh the trolley they're doing the boise Uh, trolley from the main stage to the pretty much elcor shrine all day long just back and forth back and forth just trying to get some you know bring people around town just so all the energy's not right at the main stage the whole time, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking about that um, in terms of like, uh, th- they had pretty good buses before anyway. And so like, it seemed like the the knitting factory or the shredder were kind of the, the venues that were, uh, you know, they're still walkable, but they're a little further out. And so you had to, if you were going to walk it, you really had to be committed. Like for the, yeah. that... I feel like this would be a great year to tell everybody to ride their bikes. I just think people should do that anyways. Um, at three, four, just, you can zip around town, be safe. Of course, don't have too many uh, glasses of wine at ale for it, but I think it's a great way to jet to the Neuralux real quick from Julia Davis to the Neuralux. If you're on your bike, you can get there and two minutes you know like it's pretty quick if you have wheels so um i know that's kind of us four we're planning on having our our bikes down there but and they're putting a gigantic bike rack they're they're bringing in enough for hundreds and hundreds of bikes in front of the boise art museum so um i think that's going to be a good way to get around yeah 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 maybe steer clear those scooters they're a little dangerous, but um I wonder when they're gonna be illegal. <laughs> People get hurt on those. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, those are wild. <laughs> is is the Boise Rock School still in the same area of in town or is it is it I, 
Um, you know, for fun, a little Boise Rock School plug for them. Um, they became a nonprofit during COVID. So last year, they're a 501c3. So don't don't forget to donate to Boise Rock School. <laughs> but they bought a building last year. So they're up on Fairview, like Fairview and Orchard. Okay. And so they have 13 classrooms. They're building a recording studio and a stage and all ven- all ages venue as well. So they're not downtown anymore, which is a bummer because that was a big hub for all four of us. I know we were always <laughs> like, uh, ride bikes and we'll meet you at the rock school, you know? So that was a, an easy place to meet. And you had the linen building and Chiquiteo and the modern right there, but yeah, it all kind of shifted this year. Um, and some venues are going to be really happy about that. I think where things are a little more closer to them, like you said, shredder and, um, Pengillies and things, you know? Yeah. The knitting factory will be kind of closer also to, but then it'll compete with the Tree Fort Music Hall, which will be really interesting. I mean, not compete, but you know, they're similar beasts, I would guess. Sure. Yeah. That Tree Fort Music Hall is amazing. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Have you seen inside or plans? I don't, I yeah. go to the website oh. and there's just nothing there. Awesome. And it's going to be open. They've got their alcohol uh, permits and you know, they're still walking around in hard hats in there, but it's funny how fast things come together and it is gorgeous. It's going to be bigger than the knitting factory, I think, capacity wise or about similar. So that's going to be a great spot for just for the town of Boise. Duck Club does an amazing job at bringing cool bands in and now they have a home to play and um, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. What are you preparing for your tree fort set? And uh, do you have any new things or is it album cuts that you like or uh, what can we expect? Well, we have a couple of new things that aren't on the album. We're, we're hoping to uh, um, play. And so we're excited about a couple of new songs. Um, just to keep things a, a little confusing. We have a song called Supersonic Dynamite, even though our album was called Supersonic Dynamite. So we're gonna and it's, play that. <laughs> Sorry, is is it on there? Is Supersonic no. Dynamite? <laughs> of course, it's not on there. <laughs> well, so now, now that you say that, I feel like Led Zeppelin did a song called "Houses of the Holy," but it was on Physical Graffiti and not "Houses of the Holy." Oh, I might yeah, have that, was our... that up. <laughs> yeah, that was our inspiration behind that one. You know, I listened to both of those records a million times when I was. Yeah. High school and college, by the way. <laughs> Jackie was the inspiration. She's she was like, I like Supersonic Dynamite. That was a great name. We should have a song called that. <laughs> <laughs> One of our mottos is we're the plagiarists. We do what we want. Like that's what we say a lot of times. Is and nobody knows really what that means, and it just kind of allows us to. That's always for the love of music. Yes. Yeah, be silly. Not take anything seriously. Uh, so much was so serious the last couple of years that. It was, we, we just couldn't take the music too seriously. So we now, we have songs that are different key signatures and, or different uh, time signatures. And we have, we have a song that allegedly may change keys every couple of measures. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of, you know, take nothing at face value. It certainly wasn't intended that way. <laughs> just all fun. Are you... Are you uh, classically trained or studied at all in in music? I mean, so if you're a lawyer, they don't seem to play well together. But (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm I've been a professor actually for the last eh, ten years, but um, I did spend some time. I grew up playing in band and singing in choirs, and um, I was in symphonic choirs in in the university and then in a couple of different symphonies after that, but um, kind of had a music sabbatical and then started playing guitar and met Jackie and was like, this is fun. <laughs> so. A lot of times we talk for about 45 minutes about our lives. We're all really close friends and hang out all the time and we have some beers and we're like, Oh my gosh, should we practice? We're like halfway through <laughs> practice <laughs> time, you know, um, really helps you know, I have a lot of friends that are in bands and musicians and, you know, they watch our practice and watch us play and we hang out all the time. And I mean, knock on wood with this, but I seriously think I've never been mad at one person in the band and we just get along so well 
that that's why practice is so fun and performing is so fun. And we just get so much joy from it being around each other that um, it's really nice not to have to take it too seriously. Like we all have jobs um, and this is the happiest part of our week. You know, it's not like, Hey, we have to go play five nights this week so we can eat, you know, it's not that kind of band. We're definitely in different places in our lives um, compared to, you know, some 21 year olds that are trying to make it and just move to LA just to try to get on a record label. And we're meanwhile, we're in the basement jamming out and drinking beers and having a blast. And, you know, yeah, that was a, we mentioned before our, our band pod during COVID and and we really became tight. I mean, we were all good friends beforehand, but, you know, we became more like a family during, during COVID and, we don't even have to be playing music together. We could be doing anything and we still want to spend time with each other. We talk to each other all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, during the week and it's just a, a golden relationship. Yeah. We all feel really lucky. It's, yeah. it's funny. Well, it wasn't funny when COVID hit, but when COVID hit, like we did practice for like a month and a half and then we were calling each other. I was like, I really miss practice. So yeah. we started doing this just, throwing up the garage doors at the rock school once a week. And so we could spread out in the parking lot and then people started coming. Yeah. And... I started having parking lot shows at the rock school during COVID because everybody missed seeing live music and everybody would come with their masks on and spread out. Even in the winter, it was mm-hmm. freezing. We had to have yeah. a heater for poor Kelsey's fingers. <laughs> he's, you know, he's a shredder. His <laughs> fingers get all cold and, it, you know, we would play shows. And that's actually where... We got better as a band just performing for years. It the couple years of COVID, just hey, text all your friends. Let's throw open the doors, bring a couple bottles of wine, and who wants to come watch us play some music? You know, yeah, or like just live wander. band practice. Was that was that more like a show or more like band practice? Well, kind you know, both, it's kind you know? of a kind of a blur. We sort of you pick one or the other. We were in between. I think people were so excited. And even just people would walk by and stop. One time oh, we had we had some people that came and had their windows down in their car and they heard us from a couple blocks away. We're like, God, that sounds like music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely where we, you know, kind of started playing more and more and more. Um, just started with our friends in a parking lot during COVID. And, you know, we had had a couple shows before then. And, you know, our, our name, The Plagiarist, um, we used to do some covers. And um, and now that we do all originals, it's just kind of tongue-in-cheek or just kind of funny to keep The Plagiarist name. Um, that was a big discussion. Do we change yeah. it now that we're not <laughs> no. plagiarizing? We play, but that's kind of the fun about it. And, you know, we'll start playing uh, Sweet Jane and Jason gets on the mic and says, uh, this is one I wrote last year. And then we start playing a song and people are like, wait, what? Didn't Lou rewrite this? Or, you know, it's pretty funny. So, again, the players just do what they want, I guess. <laughs> do you guys all have similar tastes or do you bring a lot of different things each individually to the, to the group? There's a lot that's similar, but then yeah. we also have a lot of, I think we're all we're all big Radiohead fans for as an, yeah. just as an example. Yeah. That's probably the, the, the dark circle in the Venn diagram. Yeah. And totally. then from there it spreads way out. Mm-hmm. Kelsey will get all deer hoofy. And... Oh yeah. <laughs> Prog or metal or classical or jazz. So yeah, we've got a lot of, we listen to a lot of music. That's great. Well, I think we're, we're just about done with tree fort. It, um, I mean, not done with tree fort. <laughs> with forty-two <laughs> minutes, <laughs> I think the tree fort, the tree fort's gonna just keep going on and on. But um, yeah. you know, do you? Is there any other? You guys bo- are all so knowledgeable about. Is, is there anything else about this upcoming festival that you know things about that you think other people should know about? Hmm. I think Aleford is kind of a hidden gem. Yeah. And then, boy, just like the Spotify playlist, it's been really, really fun to kind of pour through that and discover new bands. But there's also a lot of local talent. It's going to be exciting to see 
and hear a bunch of the local bands and people that you know have Boise connections. Well, uh, oftentimes tell us some of your local connections, so you know we can we can dig into the lineup and you know these are some locals that we should see. Who would you recommend? Yeah, there are, gosh, there's so many, you know, what's so funny is, like I said, we're down in a basement, which is also a recording studio and, you know, it's filled with, you can't really see, but, um, you know, a million amps and recording gear and everything. And there's a guy upstairs. I just heard him show up and he's playing. His name is Jake. He's awesome. He's playing. Oh, that's fun. He's actually playing at um, El Cora Shrine at the same time we are. <laughs> so his show is also Sunday at El Cora Shrine. I think it's 530 or so. Um, and Angel Abaya, she's pretty amazing. Yeah. And she recorded her album at the Boise Rock School at the New Space and did all of her vocal overdubs here in this basement. And she moved to L.A. and she's making big things happen. She's so good. Um, so that's, oh, you know, like... Then there's the old standbys of Hill Folk Noir, where I don't think I've ever seen a tree for it and haven't watched Hill Folk, Hill Folk play at least one time because they always do sideshows and they'll play at Aleford and they'll play at Pay Up Brewery and then they'll have their main gig on the main stage. You know, those guys are just so fun. If you like that Junker Dash kind of ragtime blues, uh, Delta Blues style of music. Um Bill Coffee is always mm -hmm. he's a great songwriter. It's always fun to see yeah. Bill Coffee and the his Cash his Money cousins. Yeah, the Cash yeah. Money cousins. Yeah. And I mean, this is silly to give um one of the old founders a plug of Treefort, but Gilbert's band uh with Travis Ward from Hill Folk Noir. Um their band is really awesome. Um Floating Witch Head. Floating Witch's Head. Floating Witch's Head. I think head. I saw them last uh, Treefort. They're at cool. the, it's a three piece and they make some yeah. noise. Yeah. And Gilbert's on synth and he does like all the bass lines and their drummer, Joe, is he is just he's in a lot of bands and that guy just crushes. And and then again, Travis Ward, you know, folk noir, he's the lead singer, but it's cool to watch him kind of play a little heavier sound, you know, um, and just a different style of music, more rock. And um, yeah, uh, make sure to see Blood Lemon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, fantastic band. Yeah, uh, and Steve Baker and and these lonesome jet boat ramblers. They're oh. also a fantastic bluegrass outfit. So cool. There's all kinds of great local stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's kind of fun to toggle between the main stage and you know big national touring bands, and then emerging Northwest stuff, and then local standbys. It's yeah. Always joyful to discover. There's one band I'm very excited to see, and I'll plug it now, is the Wazumbians. They're all the way, they're flying to Boise, Idaho from Ghana, Africa, and they are so good. And there's like 12 of them. And I saw them at Flipside Fest. They were supposed to play Tree Fort last year, but they had some trouble with some visas. And so they, they came for Flipside Fest, and that was the highlight of Flipside Fest for me. Wazumbians are coming to Tree Fort from Ghana so much energy and they're just amazing if you like african music so that's just so cool that we can see all these styles of music kelsey just said bluegrass and now i'm on to african you know um, i think they're at the at the bane shell and and for free i think i they might play a bunch of times oftentimes the people that are traveling really far get a couple shows for sure so far that you travel <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Cool. Well, there's a lot to to see for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Here. And definitely come drink some wine with me at Alefort. You know. Well, that was 42 minutes. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Very much. We appreciate you. Yeah. You've talking been, with that. Yeah, you've podcast. been listening. Thank you. You've been listening to the Plagiarists who perform Sunday, March 26th at 5, 10 p.m. at Old School. More information about them can be found on their Bandcamp page, to which we'll link where their album also is and on their Treefort page. For more information about Treefort Music Fest and to purchase tickets, visit treefortmusicfest.com. If you like this podcast, check out others as currently all the SyncBook radio archives are free. We also feature a great search engine to help you find what you need. Just type Treefort. And over 10 years of shows will appear. All this and more can be found at thesyncbook.com. 
Thanks so much. And the question is, will chat GPT make plagiarism obsolete? <laughs> Just better.